Welcome to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to build a world-class service business from the dirt up. And now your host, Mark Stoner. Hello and welcome to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm excited to have one of the very few certified female chimney sweeps in the U.S. Uh, she happens to work for us at our Charleston, South Carolina office. Her name is Stacy Files, and she is a certified chimney sweep, so it's going to be exciting to talk to her. I want to talk about a couple things first. The Blue Collar Gold Summit is coming up uh, August 8th and 9th in Nashville. It's a business summit with marketing, leadership, and sales. Uh, we still the early bird is the early bird discount is off, but you can still sign up for the event. We have about 40 people signed up for it, so that's great. We have room for more, and uh, I will put a link in the show notes for you to click on and come see us in Nashville. So, uh, you know, I've been in business about 34 years at this point, and in all those years, I've only known a couple female chimney sweeps, and very few of them actually go through the certification process. Stacy uh, came to us, and I'll, I'll let her tell her story, but she came to us, and she's been an absolute fantastic add to our team. Uh, she brings a whole new dimension to kind of who we are. And whenever we post things about her, they seem to get a lot of shares and likes and you go girls and, and all that because it's it's you're in a very rare position. So she's sitting here with me. Her uh, The team from Charleston is up in Nashville working with us for a couple of days on some new policies and things we're going to be putting in place. So we're excited to have them. So I asked her to do the podcast. She wasn't even sure what a podcast was. And so here we are. So I'm going to introduce her. And so say hello, Stacy. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. So thank you for doing this. I know this is not the most comfortable thing, but um, tell me about, just tell me a little bit about your background and kind of before you came to Ashbusters, what, what were you doing and where you come from? All right. Um, to start out, I'm 34 years old and uh, I am a mother to four children of my own and I also have a wonderful stepdaughter and um, I am married to an awesome husband. Um, I started out um, just kind of feeling my way through life with whatever jobs came my way. Um, I started out as you know a teenager working in fast food and different retail um, environments and then I moved on to um, being um, a quality inspector, um, working on military vehicles with the government. Um, and I did that for about 12 years. Um, but I found myself in a place of having to decide what was best for supporting a family. Um, so I started looking elsewhere for work um, because in the life of the quality inspection, world. Um, it was a lot of contract work. So it was, you know, working six months here and then you're laid off until another contract comes through. And it just wasn't a stable environment for a family. So um, I tried a couple different avenues and just didn't really find anything that my heart stuck to. Um, so I decided to start college and um, started going to school to be a dental assistant specializing in um, orthodontics 
And in that time, my husband introduced me to a friend of his, which is a coworker of mine. And um, he was telling me about what he did and, um, you know, how they were hiring. And I, I found it very intriguing and um, it fit what I always do. I always seem to work the jobs that aren't the normal ideal job for, for females. So um, I decided, you know, I was in school and um, I had some free time on my hands to go try it out and I loved it. So once I completed that semester of school, I didn't go back and um, I started my career with Ashbusters and I absolutely love it. Well, we love you. So thank you for being part of our team. So you came from, clearly you were looking at some other types of jobs. They weren't necessarily a physical job. This is clearly a physical job. I mean, you have to use you have to use a lot of different skill sets. You've got to use customer service. You've got to use technical. You've got to use inspection type of uh, problem solving. You've got to literally carry things on steep pitches. What Have you done anything like that before? And why do you like that now? Um, growing up, I was always around cars um, with my dad, even from a little age. So... Um, I've always had that mechanical desire to um, to physically make things, fix things, um, take something broken and try to make it work again. Kind of kind of lifestyle. Um, I'm very crafty and creative, um, and I'm very um, outgoing, and I, I'm very busybody. So. As far as working on roofs and carrying things up roofs and and steep pitches and such, um, I haven't ever had any background or experience in that. But when I was little, I loved climbing trees. So I was I knew I wasn't afraid of heights. Um, One day I want to go skydiving. So, again, I knew I wasn't afraid of heights. Um, So that didn't bother me. Um, It was just simply um, getting used to, you know, maneuvering on the roofs um, and, and being able to be fully open-minded about your job and not being distracted when you're on the job so you can be safe. Um, that's really it. So you do, you understand the job, you like the job, you like the climb, and you like some of the physical aspects of it. What do I think, you know, most people, one, don't realize chimney sweeps are still out there but do you ever do you ever come to the door and somebody says i thought you would be a guy or do they ever because you're a very confident person i think you know if you came to my house you know i would immediately have all confidence in what you're saying and how you're doing it but do you ever you ever have pushback do you ever have you know any of that kind of you know male things that you might you know like they act like you don't know what you're doing do you have that um, absolutely. I run into it all the time. Um, and it's not so much in, in uh, maybe a negative form, but an unbelievable form. Um, they're just taken back. I think partially one, be, obviously, because I am a female in a male's 
work environment. Um, and two, I think a lot of it is my size. Um, you know, I'm not all big and burly and butch. So, you know, they, they, they're kind of like this little teeny tiny woman is coming here to do my chimney. But the lady on the phone said that they were going to get up on my roof. How is this going to work out? Um, I have gone to customers homes and they will stand there and look behind me and then they'll look back at me and go, well, you have a helper with you, right? And I'm like, no, ma'am, it's just me. And they're like, oh, okay. I said, I, I, I've been doing this, you know, for almost two years now. And uh, I can assure you that I will fulfill the job to the fullest and you'll be very satisfied when I'm done. And, um, and, and they always are. And they are a lot of times kind of taken back with uh, how thorough I am, how detail-oriented I am. And um, they're appreciative to um, interact with the difference of having a female doing a job that they automatically just kind of naturally assumed was going to be a dude showing up at their house. So to me, I've always thought that, not always, but recently thought that I think women would have a better, almost a better sales approach and, and it would help other women have their guard down like somebody wasn't trying to like a guy wasn't trying to take advantage of them not knowing do you I I know you can't totally tell but do you feel that people's guards are down more open to listening to you than like you're trying to sell them something um so for me actually um I kind of can say that I do know that my guard um for the customer's feelings are a lot more open with me than uh, maybe say a male technician for the simple fact of when I was out in my training time, my apprenticeship, um, I had to go around with another tech and seeing his interaction with the customers versus the way they interact with me. Um, they seem to open up and become very comfortable with me just because I think a lot of it is because I am a female. Um, and I think in this world nowadays, most of the time in the construction industry, you're mainly dealing with men. And a lot of women may feel like they're being taken advantage of because they're a woman and they don't know what they're talking about. And this guy's just trying to upsell me. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I come in, um, I mean, I've had a customer straight out tell um, her partner, you know, will be fine. This is a woman in here. So I know that she is going to tell us straight up and she's not going to give us any bull crap on it. And I was like, wow, you know, but to hear that, um, and to experience that, um, the relief from the customers, it's nice to be able to provide that in this industry. Um, and a lot of, a lot of our customers are stay at home, um, women or the women have the ability to be at home a little easier than the man does. So a lot of times when we go into homes, it is more so females than males that I get the, oh, you're a female. This is awesome, you know, from. Sorry, my phone started ringing. All right, so you have the the female side where they kind of open up and you haven't had a lot of male pushback on your recommendations so tell me what you 
you've really taken to this chimney sweep thing. I'm sure you never thought you would find yourself saying that, you know, in your life. But tell me the tell me what you enjoy about. It. I don't know if it's just the chimney side or if it's the customer service side, or what it is that's really got you excited about what what you do. Um, there are a couple different things that play into loving this industry and my job so much. Uh, my main two favorite things, because my customers ask me all the time, how in the world did you get into this and what are you doing doing this type of work? Um, and I just tell them, I love the freedom of not being trapped in an office all day long because um, I'm a very outgoing person, like I said. Um, so that allows me to travel around. I get to see different parts of the town and, you know, I, I get to learn a lot more about the area that, you know, I live in. Um, but my most favorite part, and it's always been something deep down inside me, was the enjoyment that I get from being able to provide excellent customer service. Um, I love interacting with my customers. And I'm interviewing Stacy in her office, and our phone started ringing, which I wasn't used to. So, uh, okay, so that's the things you like. Tell me about the things you don't like. Is and maybe there's not many, but there's got to be some things that you don't like about the job. And maybe I'm putting you on a hard spot, but you can, uh, is there anything you don't like? And if there isn't, that's fine too. Um, I would have to say honestly, at this point. Um the only thing that I really dislike is having a customer scheduled for a really big job and then it raining me out and having to reschedule them. <laughs> we hate that. Um, but I mean, as far as the job goes, um, you know, I, I, I'm still learning and I'm sure every day for years to come, I will, I will continue to learn as everybody grows every day. But um, being new in this industry, I take the, the job on head on um, and I look for a challenge every day and I try to better myself as a technician every day. So um, even in a bad situation, that, that might not be the ideal situation for that moment, um, I try to take away something positive from it and, and better myself as a tech. So at this point, there aren't really any things that, um, that I dislike about it. Mm-hmm. That's good, especially since I'm sitting right here. Um, uh, so you've had some pretty big life changes lately, right? Uh, you got married, went on a cruise. Uh, your whole life has been really changing. Uh, so tell me, tell me what's going on in your personal life. Um, I have just taken a total 360 in my life from um, about three years ago. And, um, and it's just been absolutely amazing. Um, and every bit of the positive changes could not have happened without my husband. Um, everything has just totally finally started going in the right direction. Um, for a long time, I felt like I was one of those people that was always trying to make the right decisions and do the right things, but I was always ending up being the one that was, you know, left out of, you know, what I felt I deserved, um, you know, struggling, going through hard times, um, you know, being a single mother for a while. Um, and then I met him and um, it has been incredible. He stepped into my life and took on my children with no question. 
um, brought in his daughter into my life, um, and she has a son, so he's now my grandson. And so, I mean, it, it's been amazing um, just just in that aspect of my life, growing into a whole person with somebody else, um, finally officially with someone else, um, and then being able to share that that forever with them and being married. Um, I'm really excited about it. Um, so, you know, we are, our, um, our little saying to each other is, um, our forever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's definitely, you know, what we, we build on. Like we just, everything is, you know, so enjoyable with, with each other. And we just, we have a lot of, um, a great times and, and it's, it's amazing. So. I was super happy for you. A couple things. Um, I have some female listeners I know of out there, and I have mostly male listeners because we're talking about building blue-collar businesses. But if you were just speaking to women out there that either know some a girl that maybe uh, you know hasn't found necessarily something she likes, or maybe college isn't you know isn't in the game plan, and they be look they might be looking at doing some kind of service work, would you have any type of you know any type of uh, advice for some, for a woman out there that's looking at a, a blue collar type of technical t thing. Do you have any kind of, you know, thing you could help somebody with? Um, absolutely. Um, I have three girls of my own and my son, and then I have a, you know, my, my stepdaughter, of course. So, um, I have four young women that are coming up behind me and um and it's a very valuable um lesson that i've always tried to instill in my children um reach for the stars you do whatever your heart desires and don't let anything stop you and when you run into something that is slowing you down you make your way through it and you get to it if you want to do it do it um and just because somebody tells you you can't do it it does not mean that you can't do it because only you are in control of your path. Um, and even if you don't think that you can do it, give it a try because there are so many things out there that I think people bypass just because they underestimate themselves. And, um, and especially in women, they allow people to cut them down because, you know, in the, in the older world, women didn't work in the work environments that we have the opportunity to work in now. And, um, I think that it is amazing to see a woman being so strong and powerful in her career, no matter if it is a men's work environment or an ideal job for a female. Um, it just go out there and make your life for you. And, you know, if you're happy doing what you're doing, then, stick to it and make it happen. That's great. I, uh, so for men out there that are looking, you know, one of our big challenges is hiring people. And I think the other challenge is if you're only looking at men to hire, you've made your challenge even harder. And I think, I feel like we, we were very lucky to find you. Most women don't apply when we are, when we're putting out searches for technicians, we don't get a lot of women applicants. And actually, you're probably only the one, one qualified one. The other ones, you know, would not climb a ladder, would not do, you know, you still have to be able to do the work. So 
for me as a as a as a boss, if you're listening, um, you know, don't limit yourself to just men technicians because again, you cutting out a lot of the workforce. You may even in your ads say you know male or female position to help people know that you will accept that and look at it. I can tell you that she's been one of the best technicians we've ever had. She's jumped right in, uh, you know, on everything we've given her. She's been fantastic, became certified very quickly and all that while being a mother and at the time a single mother. So, you know, she's a pretty amazing person. And uh, I just, I just recommend that you open up your eyes to possibilities and give people chances. So tell me about, so one of the concerns, if, if before I knew you, and, and you're right, you're not like some huge woman and like super, what, I would think some of the physical things may be hard, putting that ladder up, hauling mortar, doing some of those things, clearly you do it every day, you do it by yourself. What is that like, the physical part of this job? Um, the physical part of the job is very demanding, um, and sometimes you could look at it and feel like there's no way I can do that. But for me, um, versus another technician, um, you know, men seem to have more core strength um, than women naturally. Um, so I just found ways around that. Um, I would pay attention to um, little quirks and tricks that other techs were doing, um, and, and I listen. You've got to listen because <laughs> if you don't listen, you're never going to learn anything. Um, don't go in anything thinking that you know it all because just because you know how to do something one way doesn't mean that somebody can't offer you advice on an easier way to do that same thing. Um, and, and I always have followed the work smart, not hard um, background when it comes to that stuff. So when it comes to like moving heavy things as far as like mortar, um, of course, um, you may be able to fill up a whole bucket and carry it up a ladder. I know I can't do that safely. So therefore, I'm going to split it into two buckets and I'm going to carry two buckets up. Yeah, it's going to cost me an extra trip up, but I would rather do that than to fall and hurt myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a great point. You just find the workarounds to make it happen. Um, so I want to ask you what's the craziest or coolest thing, and maybe that's a couple stories, that's happened to you out and people's houses are out on the job. So do you have some of those stories? Um, probably one of uh, the, the coolest um, things that I ever have encountered Um would be I had a customer needed a chimney sweep and um, I went out and she said are you going to get up on the roof and I said yes ma'am that's part of the service she goes it's really high up there and I said it's fine uh, you know we've got the equipment and everything so I'll make sure I get up there and get everything checked out she said well I think there's a critter or something up there because I see a lot of sticks coming out of the top of my chimney and I said, oh, okay, so I'll check it out. We'll make sure everything is good to go, you know. And so I did my sweep and my inspection, and I could see through the camera going up through the inside that um, something had definitely built a nest up in her chimney, out her chimney cap. Um, and she had a prefab with a, um, a windscreen over top of her chase cover. So I go outside and I go up top to the chimney, and sure enough, I mean, this chimney is like three stories up, and... Um, Sure enough, a squirrel had built a nest up in the chimney, um, up in the windscreen, and had her babies up in there. Oh, 
And um, as soon as I went up into the chimney, I couldn't tell if there was anything in the nest. So I put my ladder up and I looked over the top and there was a baby squirrel in there. And the mother had immediately ran down the chimney because she heard the noise and was, you know, yelling like, "Ah!" (laughs) but anyway, so um, I reached down in there and I felt something moving and I was like, okay, there's something alive in here. Please don't bite me. And it was a baby squirrel. So I, I know that the baby squirrels um, most of the time aren't aggressive. Um, so I reached down in there with my hand, and I picked it up, and I put it in my shirt and carried it down off the roof uh, to put it at the tree. But uh, while trying to go down the roof, it crawled out of my shirt, uh, little cubby that I had made, and crawled up on my back. And so I'm climbing down the roof and down the ladder with a squirrel hitchhiking on my back. <laughs> And my customer thought it was the cutest, funniest thing ever. So we got it down safely and um, let it go at the base of the tree. uh, And it ran off with its mother. But then I cleared out her her nest that she had left um, so that my customer could safely burn a fire up there without catching her house on fire. But uh, Uh, yeah, that it was it was really neat. Um, And the reaction of the customer made it even better because she just thought it was so cool. One time we found some baby squirrels and Annie in our office loves and we brought them back. And the funny thing was when they were really little, the mother was gone and they were they stayed in our warehouse. And so when you would come in in the morning, they'd come running at you like little puppies and they'd run right up your legs and get on your shoulders and try to get in your shirt to get warm. They were the cutest things. As they get older, they're a little harder to deal with, but when they're babies, they're super cute. That's a great story. Well, um, I think that's about all the questions I have for you now. I'm super excited to have you with us and thank you for doing this podcast. And, um, if you, I think we're going to be doing some stories on Stacy uh, tomorrow on our Facebook page, and I think they're actually maybe going to do some other uh, magazine articles at some point about it because she's a she's a special person in a, a in a really unique industry, and we're excited to have her. So that's my time for this week. I'm just want a uh, couple more announcements. I still have a lot of my blue collar gold books. I had mentioned a few podcasts ago, or my my. Um, publisher went out of business and they sent me all my books back so I can't sell them I'm giving them away we've had a handful of people say yes I'll take some of the books so I still have a couple thousand books that I need to get rid of there's no charge I'll ship them to you for free if you want them send me an email at mark at markstoner.com and I'll send them out and lastly look for our blue collar gold university uh, link in the notes that's my time we'll talk to you soon Thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or any place that you listen to podcasts. More information is also available at markstoner.com.